the Dead Ball Specialists, in association with the Pick and Mix Network. Oh, yes! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the very first Premier League episode from the Dead Ball Specialists. For our new listeners, welcome. My name is Harry and I am joined by my co-host Scott. Hello, Scott. What's happening? And I am joined by my co-host Nathan. Hi, Nathan. How are you doing? Much better now that I can speak. Um, <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah, we're all good. Excited for the new season to be starting. So on this episode, we'll be giving our predictions for the season ahead and discussing some weekly features that are going to be happening on the podcast. And we'll also be talking about a couple of competitions that we've got coming up very shortly. So boys, Premier League is almost back away, so we're excited. Oh, very. Present. Cannot wait. So just before you joined the meeting, Nathan, myself and Scott were talking and we were saying that it feels different this summer. Because I think like after last season, when we didn't really have much of a break and the Premier League was already back, it felt very, like you said rush, Scott, I think it's the best, yeah. best way to describe it. But it feels like we've had the Euros, which gave us that kind of nice break from club football. We all got a bit into you know very tribalistic uh, discussions and things like that. Mm. Um, and now we can go back into club football. I mean, it's, it's the, I feel like Nathan now, because I don't have any skin in the game. In terms, of, <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a team in the Premier League, so I'm basically like the Irish uh, version <laughs> oh, yeah. this time around. Here it is. Um, for the new for the new listeners, um, Scott sports Spurs, Nathan sports Manchester United, and I sports Sunderland, who actually got off to a winning start in League One this weekend against Wigan, who actually have half of our old squad from last season. So that was very nice. Um, so uh, up up the Sunderland, but uh, yeah, really excited for the start of the season. I'm going to actually have to pick. Um, like a team that I'm going to support for this mm. for this year. I think that'd be quite interesting to see. Castle. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. Um, uh, yeah, relegation fodder, hopefully. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. So, without holding around any further, let's get into our predictions for the season. So, I think the first one that we're going to start with is quite an obvious one yeah. in terms of the obvious prediction to go for. Who who do we think is going to win the league this year, lads? Scott, I'll start with you. Ah. Uh. I said in group chat, and I got a few uh, few eyebrows raised, but I'm going to go for Liverpool. I mean, oh. that's fair enough. I, I I did think you were going to go that way uh, after what you had said. Yeah, I just think with players coming back, they strengthen at the back as well. If if shit goes to the hits the fan again, mm-hmm. uh, but they've lost Robertson now, haven't they? How long is he out for? I'm not sure. I see the picture. He was he had a boot on, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, I'm sure no. they're waiting for a scan. Yeah, hopefully oh, a long time. But <laughs> Necker Williams had a good summer. He can fit in fine, can't he? <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he hasn't released. Been released. Oh, I know, I know. I think Liverpool's a fair shout. I think last season's almost. I think for a lot of teams last season, you could go almost call it, call it a write-off because there was no break for players to get like kind of any kind of rest. We talked about fatigue on our Euros episodes, um, but. Yeah, I think Liverpool's a fair shot. I think they're definitely going to be up there. Um, there and thereabouts. But, yeah, Mo Salah's of... going to get you 20, 25 goals, isn't he? Yeah, hence why I put him in the dream team. Um, yeah, so I, I just think he needs Mane to pull his finger out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I think he needs Firmino to at least score at least five. That'll be a start. 
Well, Jot, Jot uh, scored a couple in pre-season, I think. I think uh, against Atletico, or whoever they were playing the other day, I can't remember. But he uh, he scored a goal, so hopefully he can get, well, hopefully for Liverpool and Liverpool fans, he can get some goals in this season. Uh, Nathan, what about yourself? Who have you gone for? Um, I've gone for what I thought everyone was going to say, the very boring, predictable answer that I don't want to happen, and that's Man City. Yeah, it, it makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah, the plethora, the plethora of options they have up front yeah. is scandalous. Absolutely the de- scandalous. The depth is scary. I mean, the creativity. I think you say up front. I think with my prediction, I've gone, I've gone one kind of out the back. I went Man City if they sign Kane. I think that's mm. the league done. Mm. I think without signing another striker, I think you're still missing one piece. I know he that he played with like you know that false nine position quite a bit. Is it false nine? Yeah. yeah. Um, he played that quite a bit last season with the absence of Aguero, and obviously, you know, doesn't obviously have a lot of faith in Gabriel Jesus. But I feel that the, the creative options they've got, like if they get someone like Kane, that's I mean, now they've signed Grealish as well. You've got Grealish, Foden, Kevin De Bruyne. You've still got Sterling on the books. That's you know, Foden, Foden. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a frightening attacking lineup. And let, let's not get twisted. The, the midfield and the defense is it isn't too shabby either. So. <laughs> And they've got a cracking goalkeeper. You know, if you were building the dream team, like that's that's the team, isn't it? That's who you'd have. And if they add Kane to it, it's just not fair. Um, it's a dream squad, isn't it? Yeah. It's a dream squad. I mean, Although, it's, um, it's what yeah. Pep does everywhere, isn't it? He builds a squad with the money that he has available. You know, so. I'm intrigued to see what happens, though, with people who leave. Because did you see his interview about Bernardo Silva wanting to leave? Yeah, it's uh, a new challenge. And he said that he wants there to get are, some game time. <laughs> yeah, and he said there's several others that are in the same position that want to leave. So I'm intrigued to see who they are. But the people are just sick of getting, you know, a third of the games per season. Mm. But I could end up going to Wolves on loan. <laughs> Portuguese at the end of the day, isn't he? Um yeah. my actual answer, because at this point, obviously Kane has not signed for City and there's still a lot of doubt whether or not that move's going to happen or whether it goes somewhere else. We don't know. I went with Chelsea. Not a bad show, like. Um, I think after, obviously, winning the Champions League last season, um, the biggest issue I think they had was Werner finishing. finishing. And now, obviously, at the minute, Lukaku's going through a medical, by all accounts. They mm-hmm. add Lukaku into that situation. If he comes back and he's, and he's, he's going to be hungry to prove something, I yeah. think I think adding Lukaku in that is that is massive. Um, I think defensively they are so solid at the back. Um, midfield can't, having Kante in there again. We we talked about him on the podcast and the Euros and how special he is. I just think you know Jorginho alongside him as well. I think there's a there's a big chance they could push for the title this season. I don't think it'll be particularly pretty, but I think it'll be a very kind of uh, efficient. Chelsea team this season. Yeah, I think Kai Havertz is going to be a star this season. He 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 really came into his own towards the end, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna be up there. I I really liked him. Do you know what when he first came? Because obviously the most I'd seen of him previously, I know it's a typical kind of like football answer, but you see most of the stuff on FIFA, isn't it? That's where you get most of your kind of like ideas and yeah. players. And obviously he's really highly rated through that. Yeah, I've seen bits of him uh, when he was at was at Leverkusen, wasn't it? Yeah. You see bits of him on that, and you um, you kind of get an impression of a player. And then when he came, he didn't have the best of starts. Um, 
but once he's settled, he's he's just kind of flourished. Um, I'm really excited to see what he does this season. But like I said, I don't think Chelsea are going to be that exciting. But I think that they might they might sneak it, especially considering they've se- they seem to be a bit of a bogey team for City at the minute. And it could be another one of those seasons where it goes down to that what those one or two games where the teams play each other. That makes the whole you know a, a whole lot of difference. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that's fair enough. So we've got Scott with Liverpool, Nathan Man City. Uh, I'm going to go with Chelsea. That is my prediction. But I do think if City get Kane, I think that's that's it done and dusted. Um, it's refreshing though that we there's different options we could choose who could win the league, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's United, not. Oh, it's going to be City. Yeah, yeah. well, you're like yeah, United yeah, have a shout. United definitely have a shout. I mean, once Varane completes his, I mean, I, I don't I, by the by it sounds, but I don't think it's going to be he's not going to be in the squad this weekend. Because obviously no. he's not he's not, not anywhere near signing as of yet. But once he joins in, I mean, defensive issues were the biggest problem for United last season, wasn't it? So bringing in someone like him, I mean, the midfield I still think needs some work, but they could definitely be in there. Um, but moving on from the happy and happy times of uh, you know who's going to win the league, bit of doom and gloom. Who do we think would be relegated? Well. <laughs> It was really hard not to just pick the three teams that got promoted, to be honest. Mm. Um, and instead of, uh, I don't know whether I wanted to swap out Brett, Brentford or Watford for Crystal Palace, because I can see Patrick Vieira's reign going 50-50, either very well or just very, very poorly. Mm-hmm. Do you um, know what? It's interesting because I'd mentioned later on when we talk about the actual matches, like for the predictions, I'd... Uh, I'd had something written down about Vieira just in terms of what you've just said, it could go one or two ways, which is, you know, obviously the same for any manager. But, I mean, do we know much about him? Because where was he before? He was at Nice. Was, was it Nice? Was that? Yeah, and then was it and New Montreal. York City before Montreal, that? yeah. Um, no, that was Henri, was it? No, no, that was Vieira, I think. I'm sure it was. because he did, Didn't he get the role because he was at City? He was at Manchester City, and obviously that's twinned. They've, they've got, like, links with New York City. So, um I'm sure yeah, they're, owned, they're owned by the same people, aren't they? Yeah, but um, either way, I think we don't know enough about him managerially. I, I think anyone coming over from the French league, especially a club that doesn't really do anything like Nice, you, you're not going to get a, a, you know, a massive like kind of nod as to how he's going to do in the Premier League. I think obviously the big bonus is he knows how to win in this league as a player. So whether I mean with a team like Crystal Palace, obviously you're not going to be talking about the top five, six, seven teams, but be interesting to see what you can do with them, especially after Roy leaving, because um, that's a big loss for them. He was really solid, um, and he brought a lot of solidity to the team itself. So, be interesting to see. So, who are your actual three? Because obviously, I'm going to write these down because they are going to have significance later on in the year for us guys in terms of our predictions. Uh, Nathan, I'm going to get your three if you don't mind. Norwich, uh, Crystal Palace, Watford. Palace. Watford. Scott, what about yourself? I've gone for it's a toss up between Watford and Brentford, but I'm going to go Brentford, Norwich, because that's just what they do, the yo yo. And I think it's one season too far for Newcastle. Okay. I think. They have, the, I think they're the only English team in the top three flights that haven't signed anyone. That that might change in the next couple of days with Willock. Yes, yeah. but they're putting. It feels like they're putting all their eggs in that basket. 
They battered West Ham in pre-season yeah. this weekend, though. Yeah, I don't know. Over <laughs> the course of the season. I mean, they don't have many international players, so they've all had a nice break as well, so that could go. <laughs> that could go some way for them. Um, I've, see, I think it's difficult. I think... Um, I think Watford and Norwich, definitely. Watford and Norwich for me. I might go with an outside one here, but I'm going to go to Southampton. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I think they've lost Danny Ings. Um, obviously, we'll get into the transfer talk, but there's talk of them. Are they, are they, are they actually close to signing um, Armstrong? Or... Yeah, apparently, apparently so. Uh, Tony Mowbray said today that uh, Blackburn has said their valuation, which is 20 million, and and that is apparently what Southampton have offered. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Newcastle get a very large portion of that. So, yeah, for me, I, I, I know obviously Newcastle have got Callum Wilson, but if they're going to go and spend, you know, 25 million on Willock, if they've got the money there, going, I, I don't see why I wouldn't go and try and get him back because surely then they they just cut half the losses on, you know, they'd get him on the cheap, wouldn't they? Um, very much so, but you can just laugh at Newcastle for letting him go <laughs> and, and Ivan Tony. Yeah. Um, for nothing as well. I mean, it's just the management of that club. I do, I do feel for some of the fans. Uh, until I remember, I'm a Sunderland fan, then I laugh, so it's fine. Um, okay, so something a bit different. So we're going to have our surprise team of the season in terms of doing well, and then our surprise team of the, of the season doing bad. So think of one for each one. Who do you think? We'll start with good. Uh, Scott, I'll start with you. Who do you think is going to be our surprise team that does well this season? And by well, I mean exceeds expectations. Oh, I'm gonna say it. Say I think I think Spurs, because <laughs> I think with the whole Harry Kane situation, people aren't, people don't think we're gonna do very well. But I just think uh, Nuno Nuno conducts himself well <laughs> <laughs> when he's taking some time yeah. off and menacing the Teletubbies. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> He talks to talks. So I'm just hoping he can, him and the players can walk the walk. Yeah. We had a good result against Arsenal. We played well. I just hope. And we can get a few more players in. Because I think the business we've done so far is quite shrewd. We've bought the Serie A Defender of the Year, which is what we've been crying out for. So, mm. I don't know. Yeah, quite confident we'll do quite, quite, we'll do all right. All right, then. So, what about bad? Surprise, bad. West Ham. Okay. And in terms of bad, do you think relegation battle or...? No, but when did they... They finished sixth last season, didn't they? Yeah. I don't think they'll finish top half. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, again, we'll look at the signings in just a second, but I think that's a fair shout, really. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Surprise, good. I was good. I was torn between, uh, like Scott, a self-promotion and picking Man United because I think they could genuinely be in with a shout. But I actually... So the thing that. is, though, with, mm-hmm. with United saying surprise good, like that would be them winning the treble because they finished second last season. So realistically... Yeah, they won nothing, though. Yeah, but I mean, like realistically, we're talking Premier League predictions. I think they can only improve by one spot. And obviously, it is a big improvement, but is that a surprise as such? I mean, like they're definitely yeah, with a shout. 
people constantly write them off and say, oh, Ollie's at the wheel in a sarcastic manner. But um, you're chuckling to yourself there. Uh, <laughs> but I, I actually went with Aston Villa. I think they're, I think they could push for Champions League. Okay. They make good, they make good signings. It's quite, it's quite interesting to say that because we're, 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 um, we're inevitably going to talk about Villa in one of the latest sections of the podcast. But yeah, I think that's a really good shout for, for good. Uh, what about bad? Bad Everton. I think that's a Everton really good shout. Yeah. Are going to implode. Lost a good manager. Rodriguez has said Ancelotti was the only reason he was there. He wants to go. They've got an alleged uh, bad man amongst the ranks. And uh, I don't think they've made any good signings. Um, yeah. Demari Gray is a good signing for them for how cheap she got it for. Yeah. Um, and last and season, Townsend as well. Do well. Oh yeah, fantastic! I'm sure they're gonna. Um, <laughs> Begovic. Oh yes, yeah, they're on fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think they'll do badly. I don't think they'll get top half. Okay, that's fair. Um, in for me, being surprised, I'd also gone with Villa. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would. I had the same kind of. You know how you said about kind of promoting United as a surprise. I also thought Leicester. But again, how much of that is a surprise? Because they are consistently doing well now. And I I also worry for them now that they lost Fafana, like that really bad injury. Uh, yeah. You know, in a totally needless tackle as well. Uh, but he he's going to be out for a while. Um, just looking through the table now. I think, you know, Spurs, Spurs could surprise me, especially, you know, if, if, if this Kane saga plays out and he stays... With the signs signs have made, like it's it's there's potential there. You ask me again in three weeks, and I could say that I was completely wrong. Properly um, replace him, then it could be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Villa though, as my surprise good. Um, I think very much along the same lines as, as Nathan. Um, Can you guys hear me, by the way? Scott just frozen. Yeah, I have frozen. Oh. Can you hear me, though? Yeah, yeah silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a face. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, right, so moving on to my surprise bad. It's just throwing me off because all I can see is Scott, like, falls <laughs> like that. My surprise bad this season. I don't even necessarily know if it's a surprise. Um, I actually tipped these guys to go down last season. And they didn't have the best seasons, but I think they're going to be in trouble this season. I've got Wolves, the surprise bad. Yeah, they did a pretty poor season last year, considering the amount they spent on players. Yeah, just 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 really average. And I think see, so they've lost Rui Patricio on goal. Um, they've lost Nuno, which I think that re- it was a really surprising one for me because I didn't think it. I know, obviously, did he, he resign? Didn't he? Did he leave with his own accord? Yeah, uh, mutual consent was it? Yeah, yeah, I think he wanted to leave, and they weren't too asked whether he stayed. Yeah, just it just seems bizarre. And obviously, they've kind of gone with a. I mean, I don't know how the, their new manager plays, but he's another Portuguese guy, isn't he? So the focus is going to be on those Portuguese players coming in. Um, well, they've raided Barcelona again, haven't they, for Van Persie's love child? Trincao, is it? Trincao, yeah. Trincao's come in. But I, can I throw, yeah, can I throw another one into the who I think might do bad this season? Yeah, go ahead. Leeds. 
Yeah. yeah they have potential. They haven't. I think they've brought two players in. Mm. Um, from what I read on Twitter from Leeds fans, they haven't got the depth. Mm-hmm. And I don't think high intensity they play, it'll be a tough ask for them to do it again this season. Yeah. I think that's fair enough. I, you know, I, was, I was also looking at them, but I don't, I think they're just going to be very much like they were last season. You know, they'll take a few scouts, but then they'll also lose games that they probably should win. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. So here we go. So moving on from that side of things, obviously we've already had a bit of talk about transfers. Um, but who do we think so far is the signing of the season? Or like, you know, obviously the potential signing of the season. Who do you think has done the best business so far? You can either give a club or you can give a specific player and a reason for that. Uh, Nathan, we'll start with you because Scott's still frozen for me and it's put me off. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, Man United. Uh, I think they've, the two signings they've made are absolutely phenomenal. Getting Sancho a year later for about 50 million less than they wanted the previous season and getting Rafael Varane in like the peak of his career. He's 28. And I think that's a stellar signing. Um, him alongside Harry Maguire, I think will be a really, really solid partnership. Mm. And Varane's left-footed as well, isn't he? So you've got that nice that nice kind of coupling in, in defence of a left-footer and a right-footer together. Um, yeah, they're both very big and strong. Yeah, nice big and strong, but they're not strikers, though. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't... It doesn't matter. We might have to do that as a section moving forward. Big striker watch. <laughs> uh, Scott, what about you in terms of business? I think I know what your answer is going to be, but what? No, I'm, I'm not going to go Spears because it'll blow up my face. <laughs> um, like Nathan, I think Varane is, if he can recapture his 2018 form when they won the Champions League and the World Cup, France, I think that'll be... because. Maguire has been desperate for because Lindelof's not it, is he? No, he he needs someone because Maguire quietly goes under the radar, doesn't he? He's he, he's very good at what he does, but next to Lindelof, it's hard to be to look as good as you should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good business by United. But I think even though it's a lot of money, I think Lukaku to Chelsea. Mm. Yeah, I think. I think they created enough chances for Timo Werner to score at least three goals a game last yeah. season. They created a lot of chances. So, and I think Kaku will at least bury, he'll get one a game if they continue to create chances like that. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and, and I think it'll be enough for them to challenge the league. No, I think I, think, I totally agree with you in terms, of, in terms of that individual signing. But also, obviously, we've already mentioned them, but Villa, Villa's business so far in the season. Yeah. It's been great. I mean, they've got Leon Bailey in from Leverkusen for an undisclosed fee. Uh, Emi Bundia from Norwich, 38 million. Then they've got Ashley Young back. I think despite mm-hmm. his age and the fact, you know, he's just come from a, a league winning team from Inter. Um, and he's a free signing, so you, you, know, you can't really argue with that. And then Danny Ings and Axel Tuanzebe from Man United. Like, that, that's a, like those five signings are really, really solid, especially for a team like Villa that, you know, they've They've just lost Grealish. Like the creativity, creativity they've signed is is excellent. It'd be inter- interesting to see how Danny Ings slots in, whether he's alongside Watkins or whether one of them gets benched. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they line up this season. Um, I think 
worryingly as well, you look at the likes of like Burnley, Brighton, a lot of players going out and not a lot coming in. Obviously, we talked about Newcastle only signing one player, uh, not, not signing any players, looking like they're going to sign World Cup very soon, but um, nothing happens yet. Also want to mention Palace. I know we've said that they could struggle, but Palace have signed some fairly decent players so far. I mean, not ones that are you know, necessarily proven in the league, but solid signings anyway, like uh, Michael Elise from, uh, from Redden. He's a really, really solid player. I've seen him play a few times. He's, he's quite a good lad. Um, Mark, I don't know how to say his surname, but is, is it Gehi or he's uh, from yeah. Chelsea, the centre-back? Was he on I, like, I follow Swansea? A lot. Yeah, I follow a lot of Swansea fans on Twitter and they they all say that he's destined to go to the top. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. Yeah, and especially, you know, with Nathan's already said it, it's like kind of 50-50 what happens with Vieira. But with those signings and like you know the players that they've got already, I think it's Eze, Eze is out for quite a while, isn't he? Doesn't he? Doesn't I think he so. Bad injury, so uh, I think that's obviously why they brought in Elise because he's a uh, you know kind of similar player in in the sense he's attacking midfielder. But um, be interesting to see how they how they crack on. Um, but I think obviously at the minute transfer talk is dominated by two things at the minute. Obviously Harry Kane. Um, Scott, you've kind of been quite fun in the chat, in the group chat about how Harry Kane, you know, has kind of took, conducted himself throughout this transfer saga. Um, do you think there is a way back from at Spurs? If he, if he, if, because I'm, I'm not 100%. I know we've been winding you up saying that, you know, he's, he's going to be wearing a City shirt come Sunday, but uh, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced that that is the case. I don't think he's gonna. I, I'm. I'm not gonna be surprised if he. If he can, you know, if he, if he does go or not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's been comedy hour from Kane's camp from start to finish. Mm-hmm. It's been it's for the for the England captain to pull this stunt is quite frankly embarrassing. Um, and to there go up is. against to go up against Daniel Levy's bold. You're not. Chances are you're not going to get what you want. So, and, and the the main thing is that City haven't even bid for him. Not since that first bid. No, just not since the Germany that, game. Wasn't yeah. It? So yeah. So if if City slapped down 150 million and went right, there you go, and we rejected it, I'd understand Harry trying to push it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's it's poor. Yeah, I think as well, we don't, we, that's it, we don't know. Realistically, I think Pep's obviously been quite open in the fact that he wants him, I think. Yeah, that's been, that's been poor too. Yeah. Um, I, it's just weird, isn't it? Because obviously that second bid hasn't come in. You just wonder if City are looking to maybe offload players before, you know, they they make that bid. Cause we talk about financial fair play. I mean, it does, it, it, it's non-existent, isn't it? It's, it's, just, it's just a myth at this point. Um, and I feel that... Uh, uh, it depends on who you are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look for the likes of City and for the likes of PSG, who their wage bill is must be astronomical, especially if they do go ahead and sign sign um, Messi. But it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if anyone else comes in for him. Because before City made the bid... So. I know. Before, before City made the bid, I thought I could 100% see Kane in a, in a Man United shirt. Like I thought he was that type of player. I thought him and the Man United would be a perfect pairing. But I just don't see Man United, especially 
when you've got the likes of Martinez from Inter, who could potentially be available for 60 million, you've got Haaland next season who could be available for the same price. I don't see why anyone would go out of the way to sign Kane for that much money when realistically, how many years has he got left in him, especially because he's picking up more and more injuries? He's, you know, he's not always 100% fit throughout the season. So there's a few things there, I mean, that would negate that 150 million price tag. Um, he won't. He will not go to United. Look at the situation last. I know. Year I don't think Sancho. he will, but I thought he would. Uh, I thought. I thought that. I thought they would be like banging on Spurs' door. Yeah, um, I, I think maybe until the 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 price that has been banded about mm. was there because as you say, just look at Sancho last year. They waited a year to pay less. They weren't willing to pay the amount they wanted. So yeah, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is like Kane's price. It's not going to go down that much next season, is it? Because the fact that he's got a six-year contract, is it, Scott? He's got three years, so it'll be two years next next summer. Yeah, but I mean, it's not going to go down that much, is it? Um, right, okay. Well, that's all well and good. Obviously, we spoke... I don't really want to get into the messy debacle because I think it's it's like you could have a whole like hour-long episode on that. Um, at the minute, it does look like he's going to go to PSG, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up at Barcelona at the end of the transfer window. But... Um, Speaking about social media, you're obviously saying that like the two things that's been dominating the trending uh, timelines are Kane and Messi. But do you know who was uh, trending at the weekend, boys? No, oh. give, give us a clue. Oh, is it, um, it going to be a breath? <laughs> it's, it's, it's our favourite player, boys. Braithwaite update. It is the Braithwaite update, yes. So, <laughs> Martin Braithwaite... Uh, was was trending at the weekend on Twitter. <laughs> that, the, a surprise that I had when I opened up my Twitter search bar and he was there trending. I don't know if it's because I talk about him a lot, or I don't even. To be fair, I don't even follow him. But for those for those of you who haven't listened to the podcast previously, we love Martin Braithwaite. Um, and throughout the season, we are going to provide you with a Martin Braithwaite update uh, as to what's happening with him. Turns out he wasn't trending for any particular reason. <laughs> Um, I think it was just amidst all the messy talk. They were like, well, Braithwaite's going to be the boy to step up. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, also the, the dead ball specialist, we do love Braithwaite. So throughout the season, we are going to bring you updates as to how many minutes he's getting and how he's getting on throughout the season. So just big to let things. you know. Yeah, big things. Uh, this, that's all, he's also going to play part in one of our prizes later on. Um, so I'll let you know about that shortly now before we do have to start the meeting again got one more section that's going to make an appearance on the podcast regularly and that is the good at united update um as many of you might know who listen <laughs> our friend scott here plays for good at united uh had done some history research on them but it turns out they have actually played today so um if you bear with me a second scott we'll just get into the intro for your section are you ready President, am I? <laughs> it's the Good at United update. So, uh, Scott, how did Good at get on tonight? How did you get on? Oh, it was only a charity tournament. Um, did you win or lose? Uh, we won 3 0. <laughs> oh, crikey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, job done. 
Lovely, lovely. Well, that is the final. Nice one. That's a good United update for your voice. Oh, I'm going to have to get some polish on those sound effects. Yeah. (laughs) I might just add them post Increase the budget. Post post podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, no, um, more importantly, before we do switch over, Scott, you mentioned that that this tournament is for charity. Do do you know it? Do you have any specific information on that that we can give on the podcast or or not? It's the. It's the Lucardin tournament, which unfortunately a couple of years ago, a local boy from my area passed away, lost his battle with cancer. Uh, so in his memory, they set up a tournament uh, with four local teams that play every summer before the season starts and just to raise some money. Not quite sure what the, the, the charity is, but I'll find out. Well, that, that's all right. We can find out afterwards. And once the podcast release, we'll put the link up on our page and hopefully people can head over then and you know, send some send some uh, money that way. But uh, really good cause. Um, and congratulations on the win as well. So uh, well done. But yeah, we will, we will get that section a bit more polished. <laughs> I might just add the noise uh, effects after, <laughs> after the fact rather than trying to do it on my phone. In the middle, but uh, yeah, that's the good at United update, guys. I'm going to be doing that throughout the season as well, so we'll be finding out how Scott's doing. Hopefully, we'll get a league position uh, sorted out as well and see if he can actually win some silverware. Um, so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to be moving on to our predictions for the matches this weekend. All right, see you. In the cool, okay, so moving on. So, we're gonna uh, we have 10 games uh, for this upcoming season opener and we need predictions. So, the way our prediction league is going to work this time around is we're going to give our scores for each game every week um, on each episode. Now, if there's a midweek game in between there, we are going to count those, but we're probably not going to do them on the episode because we're not going to do an extra episode for that week, which is understandable. Um, but the way it's going to work is for a correct score, so the exact score, you get five points, two for a correct result, and then based on our predictions that we gave before for the teams winning the league and then relegated, for every team that you guess correctly for those for those predictions, you get 10 additional points on top of your score. So it could be a really close game. Oh, did you game. pick Liverpool now? <laughs> so um, if it comes down to you know the very tight end of the season and we've all got a very close score and then Chelsea win, that could put me in the head. And then, you know, obviously it depends uh, on on what happens, but that's how it's going to work. Um, we did, cool. did we did we speak about a forfeit for this one? Yeah, well, we did, and then I realised I didn't like my own idea. Yeah, so what, what would what would happen to me? We are we are going to do that. So um, <laughs> Nathan, because it's your idea, do you want to tell us what the forfeit is for the loser of this league is going to be? Um, basically, join um the shirt of their rival team, uh, social media. <laughs> <laughs> did you get that, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> so that but are we going to decide? Who, because I think obviously the obvious rival for Scott is Arsenal. Mine obviously would be Newcastle. Uh, Nathan, which shirt would Scott? I think we should decide uh, rather than Nathan. But which which shirt? Yeah, Liverpool or City <laughs> or, or Rangers? Do we throw a curveball? No, no, this no. is a Premier League podcast. This is a podcast about Premier League. <laughs> do we throw a curveball and give them an England shirt? Oh, how about this one, a Northern Ireland shirt? <laughs> Oh, this is a Premier League podcast. <laughs> do London, do London Derry on the football team? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> well, it's not played in Ireland anymore. 
we'll put it we'll put it up to a vote on social media and see what people think we should do uh, after they listen to the episode um so uh we'll see which shirt he has to wear at the end of the season uh i mean it might not be you it might not be you it might be scott because he, he did so well last time around uh in the euros uh right so moving on to game one of the season friday evening uh my birthday actually so it'll be Brentford versus Arsenal. Scott, I'm going to start with you. What's your prediction for this match? Um, I haven't been impressed with Brentford's transfer activity so far. I know they've brought in a. It's, how do you pronounce it? Ace? Asia. Celtic. Asia yeah. from Celtic, who's He's by so all accounts a tidy centre half. Um, but. Maybe nerves might get to them. Their first, is it their first ever Premier League campaign? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. So maybe. So I'm gonna go two 0 Arsenal. Fair one, Nathan. Yourself? Uh, I have gone exactly the same. Two 0 Arsenal. Very nice. I've gone two one. I think Brentford might come out really quickly and get a goal, but then I think Arsenal's gonna call it back. Um, yeah, interesting. In terms of Arsenal, I mean, we, haven't really, we haven't really spoken about them, have we? Uh, I know there's a reason for that, Scott. But um, what? How do we see them getting on? Because I think seen a lot, I've got a few Arsenal fans on Twitter, and um, there seems to be a real big frustration. I mean, there normally is with them anyway, but um, there seems to be a big frustration with them at the moment in terms of like the signs that they're not making. Rather than the signs they have made. I mean, I think Ben White's a decent deal. I mean, 50 million for him is ridiculous, but that's just the market. Um, how do we see them doing this season? I think you were a bit worried about them, Scott, in terms of you thought they might do, agree with the do well. Yeah. They haven't got, there's no one in that squad to strike fear mm. if when Tottenham play him. Because I think Abamyang's over the hill now. I think yeah. he's, he's not what he was. Um, and every time I've watched them, they haven't been great. Even when they beat us in the Northland Derby towards the end of the season, they were bad, but we were even worse, which cheers Mourinho, like. Yes. But, yeah, like I said, every time I've watched them, they've been bad. But I think after Christmas, so they were doing something right, which I wasn't seeing. So, and it's, and it's Arsenal. They always fucking manage to... Uh, do something that I don't want them to. Mm. Well, well, uh, have, have they got European football this year? Then Europe, no. no. Oh, so I mean, that's another, I mean, that could be a benefit for them. The fact that they don't have to worry about you know failing in that as well. You know, so we'll see how it goes. Um, next game: Manchester United versus Leeds. Scott, we'll go with you first again. Three 0 United. It's the same as me. Man United. And that is the same as me. Oh, 3-0 everyone. Lovely. <laughs> nice and concise. Um, so we'll just move straight on from that because I think obviously we're not going to have a run for that game but I think it's going to be quite a comprehensive win for United as we've all predicted. So yeah, moving on. Burnley v Brighton. It's going to be an exciting yeah. game. <sighs> That's a bit about to say. I imagine this is going to be the most boring game of the weekend. Yeah. Well, we're gonna to have to watch our match today because me, me and Scott were just saying before we went we went live for the second part of the the episode. Uh, obviously, it's it's one of those things. I mean, I know we can stream the games, but it's going to be a bit of a bummer not having the games available for us to all watch every single one. 
if we wanted to. Uh, although this would probably be one that we didn't watch. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a bit of a bummer about that, but I mean, we could still always stream it, but uh, how are you guys feeling about that? Are you, are you kind of happy that the option isn't there so it means that there's less responsibility to watch all the games or are you kind of bummed out? It's, it's a plus and a negative, isn't it? It's negative because obviously we can't watch the games as and when we please when they're mm. on. Yeah. But I think it's a... It's nice having the fans back at the stadiums, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's one thing we actually it, haven't mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, fans in the stadium have a massive impact on games. And so it's a trade-off, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Sunderland had, I think, I think it was over 31,000 for the Open yeah. Wigan, which, I mean, for League One, I know obviously it's a big stadium. There's still a lot of empty seats there. But that's That's a massive crowd for a League One game. And I think that's going to play a big part in how we do this season. Um, I'm I'm so happy to have fans back. I mean, you watch the footage from the Everton United game at Old Trafford, the pre-season game that's just happened, and yeah. other other you know games uh, around the country that have been happening in the lead up to the season. It's been so nice seeing fans back in the stadium. You know, because it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think in Scotland this weekend they can have full capacity. Yeah, for, they've they've uh, they've kind of for the old firm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so that's good. No one's gonna be watching that anyway, Nathan. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, was uh, it, it, it's, it's I nice. got Celtic TV, so I will be. <laughs> it's on Sky Sports, isn't it? I've I've got Celtic TV pass, so I can watch every game. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, <laughs> so moving money down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Bernie Brighton, what we got? Uh, two on Brighton. All right, okay. They're an odd team, Brighton, aren't they? Yeah, they, I, I don't I'm not like sure them. Where they finished last season. Um, I don't know. I'll just hang on. I'll get it up. But yeah, but I think their XG expected goals. They were right up the top, weren't they? They just mm. they were creating chance after chance after chance. They just they got no one to finish it, and that might be the problem this year again because I don't think they fought a striker in. And no. more, more, more pay. Or injured. It. Again. Shock. <laughs> so they finished 16th last season. Yeah. So, I mean, realistically, I mean, Burnley were just underneath them. Uh, although there was a seven point deficit there, I think. Uh, so, oh, no, hang on. New points. There was a three point deficit, two point deficit. Sorry, I can't do maths. Uh, I was reading the wrong one. So there's two points between Brighton and Burnley last season. Uh, I went 1-1 for this one. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Nil-nil, uh, and all fans to leave before the end. <laughs> Some racist chance for the Burnley fans, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm sorry, Bernie. I feel sorry for Sean Dyche. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do as well. Because I think, I think he's the perfect manager for Everton. You reckon? Yeah, I think with the budget, I think... Because what he does with the Burnley season after season, keeping them up on a shoestring budget, I think he could do well at a team like Everton. And he has a rocky relationship with the owners of Burnley as well, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So I think he's he just he's they're hard to beat, aren't they? I think that especially at Tiff Moore. Yeah, I think I it, they're just it's like Brighton and Burnley. Like no disrespect to them, but I'm going to disrespect them. I I wouldn't care if they left the league. You know, they're, they're, they're not, they're two teams that I'm not, 
bothered about seeing. Like, you know what I mean? It's a bit yeah. like Bournemouth, wasn't it, when they were in the Premier League? Yeah. Yeah. Just, they're just there. They, they were they were there to get hammered every week, but they managed to stay up. Yeah. I mean, coming from a Sunderland fan, it's probably a bit cheeky saying that, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it's um, it's 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 they're not teams that I'd be disappointed if they left. You know, they they've been in the Premier League for a while now, but it's like it almost feels like. They shouldn't Come on, be there. Step aside. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chelsea Palace. Sevilla's so first game in charge. Lukaku might be available for selection. We don't know yet. Uh, two 0 Chelsea. I'm going to go for Nathan. Did you give a prediction, Nathan? Yes, it's at four one Chelsea. Oh, four one. Sorry, it didn't it didn't come through for me. Uh do you hear it, Scott? Yeah, I hear it, yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on with my laptop. Uh four one. Do you know what I had four one and then I smashed mm. out four nil? But I'm going along with the assumption that Lukaku's gonna be on the pitch uh at some point. No, I can't see him playing now. Well if he I mean if he passes his medical within the next twenty four hours. What's what's has he been double jabbed? Does he have to isolate when he gets here? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, because when we signed Romero from Atlanta, he had one of the just the one jab mm. COVID vaccines. So he didn't have to isolate when he got here. So I don't know. <laughs> I might change my prediction then. I'm gonna go two two nil. I just can't see Palace doing well. I was having a look there while we were chatting. And players during this window. That's a lot. Yeah. I think Carrie yeah. Cahill? Gary Cahill is gone, isn't he? Yeah. And Patrick Van Anholt and various other players. But it's just, that's a lot of loss. And I don't think they've brought enough back in to replace it and improve. That's mm. fair enough. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why I'm just shitting on Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're United's biggest rival this season, aren't they? Um, Everton v Southampton. I, the, oh. This is a difficult one, I think. Yeah, I think mm. that's like the Brighton and Burnley game, isn't it? Mm. Just who could be the least shit? <laughs> <laughs> who have you gone with, Scott? Uh, I'm going to go one, one all. Okay. Nathan? I am also one all. I've gone 2-1 Everton. Not for any particular reason. I've got no real insight in that game other than they are both pretty shit. Um... <laughs> That'll be game of the, game of the day now. That <laughs> one should be 5-4 or something. Leicester v Wolves. It's a tasty one to open, but I, I think it's going to be a bit of a boring game. I've gone 1-0 Leicester. No, I'm gonna go three 0 Leicester. Ooh. Ooh, I'm I'm going two one Leicester. I'm excited to see Dak. Is it Daka they've got? Yeah. I'm excited to see how he fits in, um, and obviously they've won the first silverware in quotation marks of the season, beating City one 0 Did any of you watch the uh, the game? Yeah, I watched the second half. Any good? Because I was watching the Lions rugby, so I didn't actually watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite good. I think Dak is going to be key this season because Vardy just doesn't look like a play. He's, well, he's getting old now. 
34, was he? Yeah, he's getting on a bit, bless him. So he's not the player he used to be, but I think Dan is the same mould of him. <laughs> Too many wickets. <laughs> <laughs> Chat shit, get banged. Oh, that man's Twitter was a delight. Um, Watford v Villa. What have we got, Nathan? Uh, 3-0 Villa. I think they're going to slap them. I've gone 2-0 Villa. Yeah, I've got 2-0 Villa as well. Are Watford still relying on uh, your man, Gray? No, you went to... Didn't you go to Burnley? Uh, no. no. Troy Deeney. They signed him from Burnley. Of... Oh, right. I have no idea. Is De- Deeney still there? Yeah. He was Probably. there in the championship. Yeah. Uh, do you watch um, Ben Foster's content? No. I think no. He's a YouTube... Well, he does YouTube now, doesn't he? Because he puts the uh, when they were in the championship, they put a GoPro in the goal when he was playing. All oh, right, and then he uploaded it to his channel. It's like so you can see like what being a professional goalie would look like in a professional game. All oh, right, I think, but I think these it's a bit of a legal battle at the minute if you do when he's in the Prem because yeah, the TV rights. Yeah, yeah so I'm not be, sure what the outcome's been. This, be but it is. It is. <laughs> it's interesting. Be a busy season of editing for him this year. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, Watford are another team where I'm like I'm not, I'm not bothered on them. I'd be, yeah. You know, I, I'm just not first. Do you know what? I reckon one of the one of the teams that's come up and I'm leaning towards Norwich. I think they're going to have like a Sheffield United type of season where they're going to win maybe like one or two games. Like if they're looking, yeah. I just, just think that like, the rest of the teams are really strong. It's it's their financial situation just means if they have a player that gets bid on, they just gotta sell them. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's a shame. I, I think yeah. That's for a window. I think there's about five or six teams that they, they can all beat each other. Mm. So I don't think there's gonna be I think the overall points might be low, but I don't think one certain team is gonna be low like last season. I've just changed my score for Norwich Liverpool. Scott, what's yours? Uh, I'm going to go 4 0 Liverpool. Nathan? I've been kind and said 3 0. Because I think Liverpool and Norwich are both team. I, I've, uh, I originally had 3 0, but I've gone 5 0. I just think they're going to get absolutely dipped. <laughs> they normally do against Liverpool. Yeah. Well, didn't Suarez have, like, have an absolutely ridiculous scoring record yeah. against them? Yeah. And they were all like worldies as well. None, none of them were like little tap-ins. They were absolute screamers. Didn't he score like three hat-tricks against them? Yeah. I remember, I'm remember. i sure he scored a header from outside the box against them. I'm oh. sure that was a thing. If it is, I'll upload it onto the, onto the Twitter so people can see. Uh, last two games of the weekend, Newcastle-West Ham. Shit match. One no West Ham. That's, that's what I've gone with. One and no I have gone for one all. That's kind of you giving Newcastle a goal. Um, Probably an goal. <laughs> um, Spurs Man City. I think uh, this is the one I'm looking forward to most this weekend. Five nil Spurs. No, really, fiction. Two one City. I think Son will score. He's got a good track record against them. Nathan? I have no city. 
Is that serious? No, not really. No, not really. no, no. Uh, 3-1 City. I'm going to go 1-0 to Spurs. Ooh. Oh. You may as well order your Newcastle shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to get oh, you need to get Leveson on the back of it as well. I'm not I'm not getting my name printed. I'm not paying for that anyway. <laughs> you guys can put the money in for the, the name on the back. Vision I on new shirts. No, because at the end of the day, I, I want to be I want to be able to fucking sell it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll burn it, I'd burn it. I'll I'll yeah. buy it if you cry in it. <laughs> Right, so that's our predictions. But before we go, uh, I've got two competitions to make everyone aware of. So the first one, we do have a fantasy Premier League uh, league setup, it's Deadpool Specialist League, uh, and the prize for that, and this is for anyone who enters, is going to win a Martin Braithwaite shirt, Barcelona shirt. So name in the back, number in the back, Barcelona Braithwaite shirt. So whoever wins will get that shirt. The code for that league is seven. R three one L N. So I'll put that up on the Twitter and Instagram again. But if anyone wants to join that, that's what the code is: seven R three one L N. And you can join that league, and then whoever comes out on top will get that Braithwaite shirt. Um, oh, I really, I really want that shirt. So if anyone beats me, I will like spit on your dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you tell Kit Nathan's a cat owner? <laughs> um, He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to endorse that. So I mean, like, <laughs> if you do win the shirt and you are not Nathan, we are not going to spit on the shirt. <laughs> spit on your wife instead oh, if you're into that. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean Nathan's not going to be on the pod by the end of the season. So <laughs> <Yeah>. demonetized. <laughs> Uh, the second competition is actually quite an interesting one, guys. Um, so this one, there's going to be a post that goes up at the start uh, of the season when it officially kicks off. Uh, and it's just, uh, you've got to be following us. It's just a like and retweet or like and share uh, jobby. But it's going to be going up. And what will happen is we get all the people in for that. And whoever wins is going to be picked at random and they're going to win a copy of FIFA 22. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, the competition will will get all the rules and regulations out. You have to be following us. Go like and share. Uh, and then the winner will be announced on a subsequent podcast, um, obviously before the release of the FIFA. But you'll get it in time for when it's released on the 1st of October. So that's an interesting one for people. Leave it time to, to set up a lot. Time to set up a lot of fake accounts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the difference is Nathan, though, right? Once, you, once I send it to you and I know it's you, I'm just gonna be like, well, I'm not, I'm not sending it to you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just outlining it now. <laughs> um, one entry only. Although, if you also prove, I'll, I'll say this: if you also prove that you are subscribed to the podcast, you can get an extra entry. And how about that? Um, but the rules and regulations all go up on our social media very soon. So keep an eye out for that. The funny thing is, most people have probably clocked out at this point, so they probably won't even know that that's the competition that's coming out. Um, but we'll see. Um, that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. Uh, everything else will be coming out very shortly. I mean, this episode is going to air on Thursday, so just before 
the season starts. So you'll be able you to sure? So yeah, I'm sure. I've been, <laughs> I've been getting a lot of grief because I'm the only one who does anything for this podcast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I wasn't asking anyone else for help. <laughs> I, I say share stuff. Scott gives me a miserly retweet. He's like, there you go. Done my bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two podcasts out to edit. <laughs> um, oh, that would be very difficult in your six weeks off. Uh, yeah, it's not my fault. I picked a job that gives me multiple holidays. Um, yeah, so if you want to give us a follow, guys, uh, on the social media, you'll be able to find us at the Dead Ball Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you want to go and find Scott on Twitter? You can. I think you'll see, you know, one or two free retweets about the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a few meltdowns. <laughs> a few meltdowns, I suppose. Um, guys, do you have anything you want to plug before we do leave? Uh, no, I'm going to go hide my dogs now. I think go and give Good United a follow as well. I'll retweet some of their. I, I've retweeted some of their stuff. So if you do listen, go and give them a follow. We'll get their following up, and they'll. By the end of it, a few words from the club. Bye. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening, guys. Check us out very soon. Um, we're looking forward. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really excited about the season ahead, and I'm really excited to get this podcast up and running properly. Weekly mm-hmm. episodes coming your yeah. way. Yeah, bring it on. Lovely. Right, all the best, guys. Yeah. Take care. See you, you can't. <laughs>